Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Georgian trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! What up, what up? My name is Nick Ingvall, and this is the Sneaker History Podcast. For me, sneakers has never really been about the shoes. It's been about the people. Sneakers have been the connection to friends, business partners, unforgettable stories and memories, and opportunities that I could have never imagined. My goal has always been to create something that opens doors for others to find ways to do something they're passionate about for a living. If you're already a member of the Sneaker History Discord, you know how great the community we have is. It's so much more than sneakers. When someone needs some help getting through a tough time, the community is there. When someone in the community drops a new product line or publishes their first YouTube video, everyone is quick to support. That's why this year, we'll be launching a series of new podcasts directly from the community. The first is a Formula One-focused podcast hosted by myself, Rohit Malhotra, and Todd Yates, where we hope to make becoming an F1 fan a little easier and give you a better understanding of the sport, whether you're just starting to watch or a longtime fan. You can check it out at exhaustnotes.fm or linked in the description for this episode. As always, thank you for supporting Sneaker History, and don't forget to tell someone you like their kicks today. <laughs> what up, what up? Welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast. It's been a minute, but we got the whole crew. My name's Nick Ingvall. I've got Rowett, Mike, and Robbie with me. We're about to talk some kicks. We're going to talk some new releases. It's already been, we should have been recording the pre-roll for the Patreon. I apologize I didn't hit record early enough because Robbie's been dropping some gems and uh, it's been, it's, it's been a fun night already. So welcome to the show. What's good guys. How you been? Fantastic. Ain't no complaints. Happy to be with the full crew today. I'm just excited to hear more stories from Uncle Robbie. Uh, he went to the Dua Lipa concert, and hilarity and true romance ensued. And yeah, like the man truly gives us gems every episode. And I know we kind of say that in jest, but no, I learned a lesson today, which is do not wash and dry your concert t-shirts. Yeah, so it. it's a very relatable, very relatable. It's a lot of gems. So long story short, um, yeah, just, just don't wash concert t-shirts and don't do your laundry when you're feeling lazy you're not going to do it right you're going to throw stuff in the dryer you probably shouldn't but i'm good man lots of good lots of good shoes coming out um i can already tell you i'm excited for shoes this month yeah there is some good stuff before we do that we got a review to read so i'm gonna let Rose start us off Perfect. And this is from Fuzzy Beardface or Fuzzy Beard Face if you're a Scrubs fan. A favorite podcast. I enjoyed this podcast a great deal. It's the perfect opportunity to nerd out about my favorite hobby. I'm always pumped when the new episodes post. It lightens the drudgery of work, at least for an hour or so. The hosts are all knowledgeable, likable dudes. A couple of them are even fellow Portlanders like myself, which I really appreciate. The community that has formed out of this podcast is excellent, a unique and special show for dorks like me that obsess about sneakers. And then there was an update where he has recently become a Patreon supporter for this podcast. This is the only podcast he has ever financially supported, and I continue to really appreciate what these guys are doing thank you fuzz beard face we really appreciate it i kind of feel like one of those uh deadbeat boyfriends who's always hitting up his boo for extra time in the studio so thank you for supporting this bad habit guys what do we want to say to fuzz beard face thank you thank you thank you thank you bro i actually i did a trade with him on uh in, in discord for uh for a pair of seven so his name is mike as well so mike appreciate the comments and the support brother I met up with him a couple times. He's a very nice bearded face. Good group, <laughs> good group of guys. When we all meet up, nice to have him here. Yeah, man, definitely appreciate you being a part of the Patreon and the community and and the review, the support, all of the above. Thank you, man. Um, so this would be where we uh, normally transition into rocking and copping. 
But since I've just been taking L's, I'm protesting Rockin' and Coppin' right now. Uh, I won't call out any particular apps that start with sneakers <laughs> or uh, confirmed or uh, I mean, every app I use, I can't take it anymore. It's just so frustrating to try to buy sneakers right now. Nick, I'm a hater. I'm just going to say this. The two guys that complain the most about not hitting on sneakers are literally the guys with the most L's in their name. So there you guys go. Mike Guillory, Nick Engvall. Dang. I didn't know it was like that, Nick. We're cursed. (laughs) It is. Me doing the Sarah Paulson meme where it's like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was doing the Zach Galifianakis meme where I'm like, okay, the characters. (laughs) Just all the letter L, though. (laughs) Yeah, basically. That's how I feel right now. So you guys can you guys can talk about your your rocking and copping. I, I know Mike was excited. I was I was so um, I've been I've been rocking my Solomon XT Advance Six or Six Advance actually Four sorry XT Four Advance. Wanted to test them out because I had a couple of buddies who really liked them, and uh, I gotta say I think I uh, think I found a new go to shoe when I'm just doing like random things. So definitely. Uh, Definitely want to look for if you guys like those kind of outdoor ACG style shoes. Good, good pickup. Um, looking to cop two things. Mokoto Reebok questions. I'm literally, as we're recording, I'm looking at my clock to whenever 11 o'clock hits, see if I can snag those from Reebok. And like every other freaking jabroni out here, I'm trying to get uh, Zebra's 350. So after all the 30 entries I put in for raffles, we'll see. Somebody has a jabroni. Um <laughs> It's funny because my friend Gabe, a.k.a. Nice Kicks Gabe, is all about the Solomon Hoka uh, outdoor, but not ACG, pretty much everything but ACG shoes. Yeah. And I'm seeing now you with a pair. I'm like, okay, maybe maybe I'm a little interested. I'm not, though, but maybe I'm a little bit. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm not, though, but you I'm happy those shoes. I'm happy those shoes are thriving. I mean, they're they're not for me, but it doesn't mean they're not good. Like I'm happy yeah. they're seeing the feet of other people intimately from the inside out. Um, so uh, <laughs> I've been wearing the 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 Mohobs, the Mohobs here, the Birch. Great shoe. You cannot wear low cut socks. I wore low cut socks one time and I had bloody feet. Oh. Um, I was like Ethan Hawke and Moon Knight. Um, Great reference. Bloody ass, bloody ass toes. You got to wear high socks. But when the socks are high, stakes are high. It's a great shoe. Um, but speaking of confirmed wins, I finally got the damn Wave Runner, and nice. I almost paid retail, I mean resale, a couple times, and I didn't. That materials guy came through, and I wish I didn't throw that shoe. Damn it, Juan! Because <laughs> before I was thinking like the Wave Runner just lives in so many different eras, right? So colorway wise, a little bit of teal, a little bit of lime. Like you could see this living in the '90s with the mm-hmm. ACG Birch, but it's also so modern and futuristic. But it's also so old and dated. Like what the fuck? Like I, I, I stare at it. I haven't worn them yet. Um, I will this weekend. I'm definitely gonna wear them this weekend. But just like the materials, I didn't realize how many different materials were on this shoe. I have like the utility black that doesn't have the same kind of vibe. But yeah. just like. This thing lives in its own little universe, and I think that's why it's so popular. I think that's why, even though a retro is over and over again, people are always going to want it because it's a timeless. I mean, I've been laughing at myself like, this is not a top three shoe of all time, but then I'm like, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> the, maybe. Laugh, make that a the laugh with the stash. <laughs> Just yeah, <laughs> it really might be, man. It, it's, it's it's such a weird thing when you, when you have a pair in hand and you really think about it and you put it up next to other old shoes and you put it up I put it next to Jordan's and it's had it sit next to Chicago and be like hmm and it's and it's hmm think about it for a little bit I'm not saying one's better than the other Michael Jordan started this shit there's a discussion like, though it is very very I, I have five pairs of Yeezys now no no other pair has made me feel like this pair it's crazy it's like really something different. Non-sponsored ad. I had to pay three hundred whatever dollars for that shoe. So it's like, <laughs> hurts the man, soul. But, I man, mean, it, it makes it the soul feel good though. That yeah, it, it is. <laughs> to me, it is. <laughs> what was that? That's a different one. What, what is happening? It was a one in a million podcast. Laugh history with Robbie. <laughs> it was one in a million. I, I wanted to. 
This is what happens when you actually hit on sneakers. Oh, oh you can be joyful and happy. <laughs> me and Nick have no idea what that looks like. Man, yeah. but like many shoes have made me joyful and happy. Like that's not, and many recent shoes have. <laughs> but like this just hits you something weird. It's like the balls, heart, and brain at the same time, and the feet. <laughs> balls, feet, brain, heart. It's crazy though. It really, really is. Like I have the exact the same Macarena. model. I have the same <laughs> model in a different color, and I don't feel the same way about it. And it's just like, damn. That's that shit. I'm done now though. <laughs> so I, I drew the short straw and I have to follow that up somehow. Uh I was just gonna say the move is still not complete, so I'm rocking the same Pegasus for the fifth straight episode. But, I mean, I'm almost tempted to give more of my time back to Robbie because he's just been on fire as he normally is. But uh, I was inspired by all the Team Roshi posts today. Like, I don't know if you guys saw that on your Instagram, but there was a lot of Roshi love today. And I think it's the 10-year anniversary of the shoe. And inspired, I went on eBay and I saw that there was a pair of dead stock iguana Roshis. So oh. I put a bid in. So we'll see if we get it. But, yeah. No like, more than 50 bucks, Roy. Don't you pay any more than $50 for that shoe. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Robbie, do you have any thoughts on the Roshi? Because I feel no. like I'm just going to set a pick and clear the ISO for you no, again. No, I'm just thinking about where – I have at least three pairs of Roshi somewhere on Earth. I just don't know where they are now. I I haven't seen them. As I, you know, who wears Roshis? But, like, I think it's an iconic <laughs> model. I mean, right? I'm never going to get rid of them. Um, I got I two flyknit pairs. No, I, I love – I still yeah. love them. I'm not going to wear them. But, like, I only paid, like, 60 bucks for them. What am I going to do? Like – well, it's, like, it's like burning a LeBron jersey when he leaves Cleveland. Like, what am I going to do? Just like, I already bought him. Nobody else well, wants this. Remember like, the Nike FC <laughs> versions that it was like the the blue with like the highlighter yellow with like the crazy oh, yeah. color switch? I had that pair and I lost it somewhere in the, like, in the many moves of my life. I would still wear them to this day if I had them. I love the Roshi. I just won't pay. There's a, there's a dollar amount I'm not crossing. No, that's fair. And uh, the only other pair of Roshis I have was a pair that was exclusive to the Nike IT section because at the time I was working in Nike IT and we had a all hands where Tinker Hatfield actually graced us with his presence and designed the shoe for us. And by design, I meant just like you just sketched on an iPad. It's like, oh, this color looks good. And we were told after the fact that, oh, yeah, we're going to make this its own shoe. And then they realized the hilarity of that comment and said, oh, yeah, we're going to transpose this into the Roshi. So if you guys can find it on your Googles, if you will, the Nike Tech Roshi is a very ugly ass shoe, but there's an exclusivity to it that's really funny. And I have one. And there's one person in particular on my Instagram story who he does weekly check ins at the local Goodwill. And every time, let's say about once a month, somebody else's pair comes up and he's like, yeah, the Nike Goodwill. So there you go. That's That's awesome. I want the Nike Goodwill. They're a size twelve in the in the Nike Goodwill. Like I'm interested. Yeah, I was like, I mean, if there's you know a ten, I'm, I'm gonna keep an eye out for you, Rob. I'm just interested. And I will not pay more than forty nine ninety eight based on the yeah. Mike Gilroy principle. There you go. You understand? You understand I mean, me? Let's get off Wait. the Roshi. But on this parting note, this is. A- no, that's yes, it. Those are the ones. Yep. Yo, if you follow like, the size ten, throw it my way. <laughs> I still don't get why not, and I bet you Nike was planning on the Roshi being like the Van Slip on Converse Chuck. Like, I think it's still. I mean, why is it not? It's like it, you can make that shoe for like pennies on the dollar. See, I thought it was the full blown Chuck because like you could customize it so many different ways. So I was like, okay, we found the Chuck for the Nike, but not the case. Like it's its own thing. Yeah. And then the Roshi too was something very interesting oh. as well. I still don't know what to make of that. No, we don't talk <laughs> yeah. about that. That yeah. angular bastard. I mean, I, 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 I was. I'll say this lovingly, but I think that's like Nike's. That's like Nike's crutch. They're, that's their fault. Their one fault, right, is that if something works, they try to like expand nope, on it and it. move it into yeah. the next generation. Yeah. Which yeah. Like a shoe the, like the Roshi is the perfect shoe to just keep making it right. Mm-hmm. Like we probably wouldn't have had like all the success of of. Yeezy boosts in the early years Mm -hmm. if the Roshi was still being made, right? Because Mm -hmm. people were just good with that. Like, the reason why they wanted it was because of an $80 shoe. And, like, not that Kanye doesn't have that clout behind him to get people to to jump ship, but, like, if you're jumping ship and then having to pay two or three times the price, you're probably like, "Mm, nah, I'll just just stick with four pairs of of Roshis. (laughs) Yep. And even had Yeezy colors. You wanted that, uh... That uh, blink color, whatever colors they had, I can't remember all the easy two colorways, but they had like all reds. They had the pure platinum. They had the red, pink, or black pinks. That everything. Yeah. I mean, 
this to, to put a nail on that, like, really, you wear your Pegasus fucking five episodes in a row. Why there's a new Pegasus now that looks worse than three Pegasus ago? It, it, it drives me mad. There's been so many gorgeous Pegasus. There's like a four year run from like 2013, 14 to like 2019, 2018. That's not good math. That's not a four year run. But That's like, okay. but okay. just like now, it's just really just regressed and it's just like every other fucking generic running shoe and it's like the pegasus like go back it's like let that shoe thrive quit making new yeah. ones let, let the turbo is coming back right in the pegasus turbo coming back this uh this year it hadn't they haven't made it? yeah it's supposed to be one of those they next did a two of that yeah it looks dope they have they're doing it with that almost looking crumbled mid solo is that that nature whatever like kind of program they have where it looks already beat up yeah. so i kind of wish they didn't do that but at the same time it's dope with like the dynamic flywire on the outside like it's really it, it, like like Robbie said, the last couple, eh, but this one I think kind of puts the fire back underneath it. I mean, I think the Pegasus, like for me, like the Pegasus Thirty was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of in that twenty thirteen ish, twenty fourteen ish era of like they just really were the running shoes at that time were were really impressive to me. Mm-hmm. But like I understand, like I I would I would like you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. Like the Pegasus is one of those shoes they've been making for 30 something years. Okay, cool. Just keep making it. But like a brand new shoe, like the Roshi at that time that you kept around for like three years straight. Anyway, you might as well just keep it in production. You know, like there's no, like, I don't think that if you looked at like overall sale, if you, if you could compare, right. And just look at sales numbers and say, Hey, we can keep producing this for ongoing and make, X amount of sales, you know, it's kind of like the Monarch, right? The Monarch Four has been around for ten years or whatever. It's fusion, and like, yeah, like a lot of these shoes should just stay around. But like the Roshi, at some point they're gonna they're gonna like go back to that story. Maybe it's ten years from now, and they're like twenty years later, we're bringing it back. But like they could have made, like that shoe was like printing money because it was so low cost. If they didn't like an actual like sustainable version that was fully recyclable or made of plants the rest of like the the whole the whole trajectory of like plant-made shoes would change if nike did that and it wouldn't take them that much to do no i think they transitioned roshi into the tanjun if you look at the tanjun that little cheap shoe you can find i really feel like they transitioned all that material to that shoe because they they produce at a cheaper price point i think it's like 50 60 bucks and that was one of the highest selling shoes that nike produced right up there with the monarch and then the uh 270 so I think they just kind of moved it to a different market and renamed it and made some configurations. But that's just me kind of, you know, shooting at, you know, shooting blindly thinking that's what happened. <laughs> the tan June's that one chick who like wants to wear some like tights and some like black and white Nikes. And that's that's a beautiful thing. Like, let them live. They don't need to spend two hundred dollars on Jordan Retro. But like the Roshi could have the Roshi could have been that for everything. The Roshi could have just yeah. been the one stop shop. Yeah, yeah I agree. So, shifting gears into something completely different and completely not one-stop shop. The first release we're going to talk about in this episode is the Off-White Nike Blazer Lows. They come out tomorrow as of us, as of us recording. But uh, this shoe I would probably never wear, but I actually just love how crazy it is. And I would love to just have it sitting on the shelf to look at. But what do you guys think of it? Got two colorways too, right? I think there's a white and a black. White and black. Straight shelf piece for me. I wouldn't wear it, but you, just one of those things like I love to have a piece of, you know, Virgil's legacy just kind of hanging out in the office on the shelf somewhere just to kind of have that remembrance because I don't have any other off-white pieces. Um, yeah, so I think that'd be cool, but I, I wouldn't wear it. It's not for me personally on foot. No, not for me either. I'm wondering though, is this the last off-white release for a little bit, or are we still gonna get bombarded with it? Unfortunately, because Virgil has passed, and you know we like to capitalize on as much nostalgia as we can. Because I think if you make me pick between one, I like the white one, but I'm hoping like they kind of put the off-white designs in a vault for a couple of months, or if not even a year, to let it breathe yeah. and then bring up the scarcity again. I know there's a there's a Air Force One mid. Oh yeah, the outdoors looking one. Yeah, there's a black and white one. Yeah, I haven't seen much beyond those and this one. There's that green Air Force one too. It looks like the MCAs and um, those other ones, the yellow ones. But that was more. I don't. I don't know who had that. I can't remember. Someone had that. uh, 
friends and family pair, but who knows if that's going to be released as well. So I'm about both of these pairs. Like I want all the entries. If I hit on both, I'd be very happy. Um, Cause what I think is cool is the fact that we've seen a bajillion off white samples while Virgil was still alive. So I think there's a mm-hmm. lot they could tap into that. He still touched mm-hmm. like, I don't want an off white fucking shoe designed by not Virgil. Let's just put it that way. Anybody yeah, yeah. who is not named Virgil, I don't want that. I could, it means significantly less. If it's a fire shoe and it looks good, it looks good. But like the off white stuff needs to be touched by Virgil. I think to be, to be powerful. And there's this, a deep yeah. vault of stuff. Did anybody else hear the humming? No. Mm-mm. No. You got okay. a fan on near you? No. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry then. Sorry to break break. I was like, I'll well say something now. <laughs> you could. Okay, sorry. Try and, I mean, if you want to mute, you could see who it is. Uh, let me. It might be my laptop. I just realized. So let me mute myself and see if it's me. Yeah. If <laughs> I heard something, I, didn't, I thought it was just a uh, just a fan or something. No, it's all good. I can I clean it like, up afterwards. Yeah, so it's no big deal. I figured I'd say something now before it's this un Yeah. We're good. Sorry. Yeah, no, good. you're good. But yeah, off I sit. Virgil. Fire. <laughs> all right. Next up we got uh the shoe that uh I think I thought this release like ten times already over the past two or three months is a Lego Adidas ZX eight thousand AZX series. I mean, it's just like the the yellow midsole, you know, kind of cloud white mm. upper with all the different Lego colors. I think the shoe's dope, uh, but there's been so many. I'm just kind of tired of seeing all the Lego collabs. This has to be the, a re-release because they did release this shoe. I'm right there with you, Nick. This was something they released a while back unless they scrapped the release. But if I can actually build this shoe, put things on it, I'm all about it. But if it's just like just... You know, regular ZX is cool. I mean, I love that shoe, but I'd be more interested if I can build things on it. Two parts. Totally. The Ultra Boost release. I mean, I haven't seen mm-hmm. that pair. I've been at the Adidas employee store a couple of times, more than than I like to admit, just to, like, to, to look around. And they definitely have had the Ultra Boost, the white with the different yeah. Lego colors. Now, the bricks on the side of the Ultra Boost, you can click into them. I didn't bring Legos with me, but I played I played with enough Legos to know that like yeah, that's that's a part of the system, as the Swedes would say, the system. Everything is awesome, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, <yeah>. IKEA, <laughs> let's build this thing out. <laughs> but no, yeah, I mean it looks cool. Go ahead, Robbie. No, I was, go ahead. I was just saying it's interesting. No, it looks cool, but yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like this movie has been seen so many times before that I'm like, are they punking us? Is this like an April Fool's joke, like a week too late because there's some sort of delay in the time zones? But yeah. Now the Atmos, let's just say a yay or nay. There's the Atmos Forum 84. It's a low top forum dressed in all silver. Do we do silver shoes in the spring? I don't do silver shoes personally. I don't do Did silver shoes else? at all. This, I, I can't rock silver shoes completely. There's only one I can do. That's a Concepts ZX9000 because it's other colors on it. Yeah, the only one for me is the Micro Pacer. Yeah. What'd you I don't have a micro. What, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Robbie with the dad jokes. It's a mustache, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just... yeah, it comes with a mustache. <laughs> it's, a, it's a me, a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> all right mike mike we, you're already talking about this one so yeah boy yeah uh if you got uh, we're recording on the 7th so tomorrow the 8th uh reebok is going to release a uh mokoto uh question mid which is actually a rendition of the 1999 mokoto low so they're bringing it back in a different different cut I'm looking forward to this one a lot. Uh, I've already kind of got my browser set. If I don't get it tonight, which probably is going to happen because that Reebok site is crazy. Uh, stuff just kind of disappears quickly uh, when it comes to those kind of releases. But, yeah, I'm sure it's going to sit around other places, and I'm really happy to grab it. I, it's the only brown shoe I'm going to allow in my collection besides my Stussy Hirachis. What you got That's against fair. brown shoes, man? I'm brown. It's like camouflage. <laughs> it's like I walk around barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> It's a gorgeous oh, shoe, though. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Very, very nicely done. There's also the Shaq Gnosis. Uh, it's not. It's the Big Aristotle. Big Aristotle. Uh, another one, one of Shaq's best nicknames. So you got you got a Shaq Gnosis and 
a brown chocolate toe question coming out the same day. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that no, shaknos is actually pretty nice. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. It's like I marble. like it for not the traditional. Because we talked about like, Italian marble. <laughs> kind of looks like it. It's Greek so, marble. <laughs> so a colorway like this with these materials, I can really see a high school hooper who just wants to be different. Like this is a clean ass look, and if you're on court and somebody doesn't know what this is, or maybe they're kind of familiar with the shaknosis, this isn't a turn ahead in like a way that more typical shoes would not in a good way. Yeah. Like if I was 16 and had swag, I wish I was 16 and had swag and hair. If I had long flowing hair, I'd rock that shoe. I feel like you are only missing long flowing hair because otherwise you'd be the swaggiest 16 year old ice hockey player from the great state of Minnesota with that stash. Yeah, right. <laughs> Man, kids now can rock a mustache. If you have like long hair and a mustache, those shack gnosis, big Aristotle, I'd be sick. That's a clean look. There's too much swag, Robbie. You would have had like three kids in high school wearing that fit. Okay, just calm down. All right. Swag goo. So, I mean, okay, can we go to the negative swag? And I bring this up because I have a friend at New Balance who has offered me to use his employee discount to try a pair of New Balances so many times. The 993 V3 comes out, 990, pardon me, 990 V3 comes out on the 9th. And tell me what I don't see. It's a gray New Balance. It's just like every other fucking gray New Balance. The material is different on it. Yeah. It's How? a flat. It's a flat leather. So typically, with the nine nineties, it's going to be about ninety nine percent of the time is going to be a suede on it. This one's okay. done in a okay. kind of looks like a pebble leather, which I don't like personally. I really have to suede on those nine ninety series, but that's the big difference on this one. Anytime anybody ever says a Jordan one is tired or a Dunk is tired, Exhibit A nine ninety. <laughs> I mean, just like, and I'm not saying it's it, it, that in a bad thing. This. I visually just do not get it. I look through their website and I'm just like, they're all gray. And, and like, yeah, I mean, this, I don't know. this one has like the Navy on it too, that they don't, they don't usually like change it. Right. To your yeah. point, they usually are using all gray on the, on a yeah, lot they of They don't these. mix and match too much. Oh shit. Navy and gray, man. They're getting wild in the streets, bro. <laughs> I know. Yo, man. That barbecue is going to be manhandled. Barbecue better watch out. <laughs> Dad's standing in front of it. No. Brought the heat to it. Bro. <laughs> bro that denny's brunch spot yeah. everybody's gonna be rocking these oh it's so funny me? it's like it's kind of like the wave runner but this the wave runner has swag it's just like it's so <laughs> similar but so different like it's literally just what you talked about about the the big aristotle though right it's like you could see some high school kid being like yeah i want to be anti-sneakerhead but i still want to wear a cool sneaker wearing nike tube socks with it yeah and and yeah everybody wearing nike tube socks with it <laughs> It's just, but yeah. like that's the problem. The, the the New Balance was kind of like the, especially the dad shoe New Balance stuff, right? Yeah, was kind of the counter culture people wearing it, in my opinion. Yep. And then it became like cool. So now there's like this, just cool. like crazy amount of people buying shoes that, like you used to be able to get all the nine ninety almost V everything mm-hmm. you could get them for like 60 or 70 bucks on clearance at the new balance stores. I'll get them at Marshall's for like 30 bucks. Yeah. Well, now, cr- they I moved mean, on to on sneakers and Hoka. So, I mean, Robbie's one of those counterculture people that is on sneakers. <laughs> I have my pair of cloud, mo- um, cloud monsters by on those coming sick, in the mail. They'll be, here, they'll be here next week. I will happily <laughs> sing those praises. The on monster just came out. So if we're talking shoes cool. in April, I think it's, it's impossible not to talk about. So like the, <laughs> the cloud windows, they've done double windows before, like staggered windows, but this is like just turned up. Like the windows are huge, full two layers, big old on logo on the side coming out in men's and women's out. Now. I just think it's a, it's like kind of like a dad size new balance, but like, in practical technical purposes i was trying to swing back to new balance because like <laughs> how do you even start so i'm not kidding i'm on the website all the time it's just like as somebody who's never new balanced i don't i don't see the difference between models but i can go to yeah. on and on uses it the same kind of design language through the midsole the differences i mean like 2002r here you got some of the same design language some dna when it comes like the webbing but you have different sole kits different cushionings i mean there's a lot of different things about them, and I'm not a big New Balance head at all. I just I like the shoe, but there's a lot of differences if you really just 
take and compare. But if you look at all 990s, they're all from the same lineage. It's all purely evolution from 990 V1 to the upcoming V6. So they're going to look very similar. You have to really switch between to like, oh, let me look at, excuse me, 990, but let me look at 992 or 2002R to really be able to spot differences. Or 997. Yeah, I, mean, I think like you could relate it to... to Air Maxes, right? Like, there you go. If if somebody looked at like a an Air Max BW and that was the first shoe they saw, I would compare that to like the 990 V3, right? Mm -hmm. It's a it's a little bit more modern in the cushioning, but like the 2002 R is actually a very similar upper, mm -hmm. but it's a takedown cushioning system on the shoe. So yeah. it's like it's like if you if you bought a a BW and then they swapped it for like the original Air Max, you know. Soul or something, yeah. Or it's like an amalgam shoe or, or fusion, basically. They took two different yeah. shoes with the 2002R and they fused them. It's like a 2000 and like an 826. I just can't remember the number, but something like that. But, but the numbers are definitely confusing. Like yeah. they they they've struggled with that for years because they 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 tried to change it at times and then they they jump around. Like it used to be like a price point, you know, like the 990 was 99 dollars for a oh. shoe for 100 bucks, whatever. Like then there were various, you know, like connections to price point but like also as things started to evolve like we were talking about with the nike trying to evolve lines like new balance's numbering system i think has been like kind of a little off kilter because in some ways they stick to like an original formula mm -hmm. and then in sometimes they don't right like the 2002 r in my opinion doesn't make sense if it's a takedown model of a 990 right it's like you well, would want it came something from the 2002, like, which was like a really high price sneaker. So it was funny enough. It was yeah, $200. Take, yeah, sorry. Takedown of the 2002 yeah. original, right? Yeah. Sarah Paulson which, names over and over again. <laughs> but, yeah. But that's actually an interesting shoe. Like the 2002 R has a really cool story because the shoe came out five years ago or something, six years ago now, maybe. Yeah. And it tanked because it was like $300 yeah, and they pricey. just could not sell them. And then they brought it back with like a cheaper cushioning system in the midsole. And now it's like crazy popular because it's like 110, 110, it's I think. Cheap. Uh, depending on what you get, if it's like the suede, you're going to get like 120, 130. But if it's just like the normal yeah. leather or the cheap leather is like 110, 120. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I just like how ons can like keep the same tooling while having different design like it's there's a through line is literally the midsole is the through line through everything yeah well but but it makes sense like they've this i guess maybe they've named them better the new balance like my brain can just grasp the on thing better than can grasp that makes the sense because the naming thing. is kind of ridiculous on them it's just like okay how i gotta remember like freaking coding to freaking figure out what shoe i want to get but just think about this. In one episode, there's not another sneaker podcast probably talking about salmons, salmons, which are now in like at Kith. They're at probably at Bodega. They're at yep. like boutiques. On is now at sneaker boutiques. Well, they sell out constantly. All these shoes we're talking about that, although they're not the Jordan one, not the typical, you know, quote unquote sneakerhead shoe. These shoes that we're talking about are constantly selling out. Like you can go to these websites like Kith. Go to uh, Solomon's, you go to Ons, you go to Bodegas, where they ha really have a high population of these shoes. There's a big chunk of sizes sold out. Like, it's such a quiet killer when it comes to, you know, you know what's what people are buying that I'm, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised that they're going to get more popular in the sense of more people are going to talk about it. I mean, Pusha T was wearing these Solomon's uh, during Hot Ones. Pusha T, it's sold. Yeah, I mean, Mike, do those do those Mr. does that Solomon have the? Wait a minute, it's pronounced push a T. I thought it was push hat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was my one derailed comment. That, that, that was Roy's dad that joke. I need to get mine in for the day now. Yeah. Um, no, Mike, d does the do the Solomons that you have have the like basically like the quick lace system. Yeah. So it's like the that bungee really system. small rope. So you see everything's yeah. connected here and all you do is you just pull it there and then if you're done, you just unhook it and everything's done with a bungee and you just slap it into the little pocket up here and boom, you go yeah. climb a rock, I guess. I mean, <laughs> you had five dad jokes right there. You didn't take advantage of it. Ah, look, man, I'm not as quick on the draw. It's nine o'clock over here. I'm slower than you guys right now. <laughs> That's beautiful though. <laughs> To seeing these different shoes. I mean, I'll never buy a Pegasus, for example, ever again. Like, I'm on those on-running shoes for, like, a hot minute now. 
So just try something new. Sam, I might, I'm kind of curious now. Mike did a little thing, and I'm like, huh, okay. Hey, I got it on sale. The, the, the retail price is so freaking high on them, two twenty. So I got these on sale from uh, sneakers and stuff for a hundred bucks. So that was the only way I was grabbing them to try them, and I'm pretty excited. I think I actually might get a pair for retail eventually. What's the model wow. name again? Uh, the XT Four Advance. The more All popular right. one is going to be the XT Six, and then there's a new one called the ACS, which is two hundred thirty bucks, but it's literally sold out everywhere. It is such a cool shoe, but right. it is completely just out there. Go get on it and uh, buy some salmons. This isn't Two sponsored brands. at all, is it? There's, there's <laughs> no. nothing fishy about that joke. Yeah, right? I, <laughs> there's room for both. That's just really cool, the salmons. So I've been seeing more and more people wearing them. It's like, huh, okay. Cool is, there a, is there room for Air Max 1 Golf Tigers and Air Max 90 Leopards? I kind of want the Tigers. Uh I thought oh, it was Tiger right, Woods related, right. but yeah, that's what I was gonna say. There's a zebra cool. too. It's a yeah, that's why it's gonna sell too? out. Right? Hold on, wait, hold on. I see that yeah. one. Tiger, zebra, zebra and leopard. Yeah. Ooh, I think I like the tiger better though. We have a yearly golf tournament. My wife's side of the family, and I just want to be that guy who pulls out the most ridiculous shoe. So that might be a thing. Yeah, Mike, so, I was just going to get the zebras for you based on principle since you were asking about them earlier. Might be the only episode. zebra I get, bro. Might be the only zebra. I don't know, man. I mean, the golf stuff's been selling out. Exactly. The Discord, we had like the the a, a countdown top 10, and it was golf mm-hmm. shoes. And I'm like, no motherfuckers didn't know 10 golf shoes because I couldn't I name don't. 10 golf shoes. People had fat lists over and over. Oh, okay. There's like a real <laughs> golf shoe thing sir. happening here. I was 100% yeah. wrong, and there's a real – and it's been going on. Cousteau has been covering golf for a hot minute beautifully, yeah, but I just – I don't golf, so I don't pay attention. So I'm definitely now starting to notice it. It's like, okay. You got to now. You got to get in the golf game. You're getting – we're over 30 now. Just be that guy. Man, <laughs> I went to my friend, uh, a Nike employee's <laughs> anniversary party, and your boy had some Long Island iced teas at Top Golf, and I was happy Gilmore in those – they fine. tell you not to, and it's funny because they're like, "Don't do this. We can't reference the movie, but we know what you want to do. I'm, I'm you can't do, do it. it but I'm glad you did. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Four Long Islands yeah. in. Tell me I can't do anything. I dare you. <laughs> what you buy at the same time? I know as you were swinging, you actually bought something while you were mid swing. Right. No, no, I didn't buy anything. But just uh... he, he bought like a seasonal timeshare at one of the Top Golf pods. <laughs> so whenever he's ready to Top Golf. But also, well, I noticed stakeholder. he should have bought. A Polaroid, so we could shift gears into yeah. the Nike SB Dunk Low Polaroid. I should have taken oh, oh, a Polaroid. I can't do dad jokes or no. transitions or anything like that. Yes, you can. Who says you can't do dad jokes? You don't need to be a dad <laughs> to tell dad jokes. Your dog it's dad. It's <laughs> I could have taken a million Polaroids of all this, the the golf shoes at Top Golf. That's what I wanted to end on. So many golf, like sneakers. You shouldn't be wearing shoes. golf shoes at Top golf is not even real grass. But, but oh, yeah. let, let me tell you. Yeah, go ahead, Rose. If you have Jordan 11s. No, I'm just going to say I, this. Sorry, Robbie. I was just going to say this. If you think it's a faux pas to go to Top Golf and wear golf shoes, I'll raise you one. I once brought my own set of clubs to Top Golf, and everybody just looked at me like, what the hell are you oh, doing? Okay, I've done that. I'm left handed, so I don't like using their clubs. So, I, okay, I'm okay with that, but I'm, it's. I'm right handed, Mike. Uh, well, look. It's like showing up at a pickup game and dressed in, like, full official full NBA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how you go viral. <laughs> Roy's right. coming in looking like Tigers, like, hey, guys, red shirt and all. Hey, fellas, how's it hanging? <laughs> <laughs> but no, people have golf so clubs if you too. guys are not going after the polaroid sb dunks nope. uh i would gladly take a size 13 entry yeah. gotcha I'll, I'll I'll win win for you all day i got you will i win probably not nick but i hope i do for you <laughs> my, if my yeah. only win is to get you something i would be satisfied tune in next time to see how many of us are frustrated by the <laughs> release processes that exist in the world well, at this point, the only reason I have a sneaker account is to make sure I can hit on somebody for every sneaker that they want because I don't have any dog in that fight. Anytime I give an entry, it's with the most magnanimous of intentions and I have yet to help anybody out. So I feel terrible <laughs> that even as a people pleaser as I am, I can't even please the people because I'm with the hoi polloi in terms of not getting my entry picked. I mean, well, I've entered – I've entered almost every shoe that's come out for somebody in the last probably month and a half with like a couple of exceptions where I just was not able to be on my phone at that time, mm-hmm. but like nothing. 
I even thought like, should I, should I do the new account thing that everybody talks about? And then I was I like, I might try it. I haven't done it yeah. yet. I've been the same one since what, 2014 or whatever it started. And, uh, dry Sahara desert dry. <laughs> the Polaroids, yeah, I man. I mean, just <laughs> choose one. It's dumb. It's just like, it's a great idea, right? I think the idea of like a Polaroid dunk is like fantastic, but like somebody could not make decisions when they, when that shoe was being designed. They're just like, ah, all the colors on the uh, gradient. No, uh, ah, fuck it. All of them on the well, swoosh behind it. Well, it's a plain old Polaroid logo, so I understand it, but I'm like, I'd rather have the Polaroid camera than the shoe because I, I, I don't know. You the do. only thing I can think of is the Kanye West Coast about a uh, quote about Gaga selling Polaroids. And it's like, okay, this is the shoe form of that quote. It's like, what does somebody know about selling shoes? Or, oh my God, I but butchered it. I'm, I'm <laughs> sitting in the penalty box for two minutes. Sorry. I mean, in my humble opinion, what you do is just put the back heel tab where it says Nike, make that all multicolored like the Polaroid, do the tag and do the outsole. And it's like, make the upper look like a Polaroid, like an 80s 90s whatever era you want polaroid camera maybe yeah. have like 3m reflection on there who knows well i think but, the heel uh, pieces was jarring because i see what they're doing they're trying to make it look like the picture with the white piece at the bottom and the black piece where you you know you shake the, the, the photo but they could just make the the midsole white like they did and leave the whole upper black because that's what I, I don't like about the shoe if you cover up the the heel it looks okay but that white piece in the back which looks almost like patent leather i can't tell it's just not it for me. And there's a little random square on the back that I guess is supposed to represent a picture. Just uh, that's no for me, dog. Yeah. All right. Well, Nick, they're all yours. They're you. all yours, baby boy. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> Let's just slam dunk all over. Uh, but but I'll, I'll help you buy them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Guys, Nick so just texted we're... me. He doesn't want these shoes anymore. I don't know what <laughs> He's been influenced. <laughs> Go I'm buy a pair of cloud monsters. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, the next one. So we're, we're, we're going through sneakernews.com releases, by the way. Uh, the next one is a, a cold wall converse Aeon active CX microchip. I kind of like this. Which, yeah, it's wild. I'm into it. I'm totally into it. I, I don't know what the hell it is. It, I might be six foot it. when I put my foot in it, though. So I'm pretty excited. Look at that stack of foam. I'm like, yes, it's a six foot. <laughs> Yo, that yeah. looks like the biggest water chewed gum I've seen, but yeah, it looks nice. So that's Converse's like actual like you could. I don't think you'd want to, but that's this all React foam. That's like comfortable. You could run in that if you oh wanted to. Oh, it looks too high. Look, I'm that's a roll awesome. ankle. No, no, you're not going to want to. But like you know, it's just it's cushiony like that. It's oh, all okay. React going through. That like, that whole thing's React. It's a beast. But like, Good Lord, I just don't like. I mean, I don't like the crater stuff. Period. I like the way it looks. When I see it in person, though, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I like the principle behind it, but like that, if that midsole wasn't like that, I'd be into it. But that's just. So yeah. I, I have never worn any of the Crater stuff, but the pairs that I've picked up, like at the outlets and, and stores that I've seen them in and just like held in my hand, the Crater foam doesn't seem that soft. Is it just that I was? It's not the crater foam is not that shoes? soft. Is when they put when they take the crater foam and use it for a housing unit for a React. That's when it's soft because the Space Hippie 04, which was the easiest one to get when they first came out, hard as a rock, and that was all crater foam. And you know why? Because it's it's they're just pressing pieces together. It's scrap. So scrap, scrap, yeah. scrap, 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 and you have to push that shit so hard for it to you know bind. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't have any real like I, I think the coolest thing about this shoe, I, I agree like with you, Robbie. I don't think I think it would be better looking without the crater foam or if if it was like, you know, the speckled thing does it like the kind of like weird texture and stuff is like not the coolest to me, but mm -hmm. I don't like hate it. But I, I definitely could think it would look better with it. But one thing about this shoe when I first saw it that it was like bananas to me is the top down view. Oh, yeah. The, the pull tabs are actually offset to each other. So, like, the back goes inward and the front goes outward. And it makes, like, such a cool-looking, like, visual from either the heel shot or, like, the top down. And to me, that's just, like, 
I don't know. It just looked different from what you see on normal releases. This the of course, model it's a cold wall, so it'll probably be impossible to get. But. No, I think so. The the, the Aeon Active CX released in 2021 is like a brand new. This is not like a retro inspired. This is not like a yeah. heritage. This is a brand new design. And Nick, you're right. Just like there's a black version. Like their release colorway was black. And mm-hmm. the way the the way the pull tabs look, it's just such a cool, different shoe. Yeah. How about, I mean, how oh. how many times are we gonna? And it's cool, but like, how many trainer ones are we gonna see? Like, how, there's been a lot of trainer one releases recently, right? Air trainer one. There's another one coming out after the a cold wall. It's a four fourteen. So, oh yeah, they've been. Uh, oh, the utility ones. They've been pushing yeah. those hard. I mean, I, I got a pair. I got the Violetech pair from what a two years ago that set, and I was like, "Well, I don't need another pair unless it's one of the originals." Like, these are cool, but and they're selling out. Looks like because everyone thinks they're, I guess they they have some kind of remnants to the Cactus Jack pair that hasn't yet to have a release. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I like them, but I just I don't think of them as Cactus Jack at all. I just think like the three M and the extra straps and the, four foot stuff like the the tongue covered stuff okay. i just think it heavy duty it looks like some sort of like weird like futuristic retro in some way like the the tech part of it yeah even though it's not really tech in the way that we would normally talk about tech it just looks like it and mm-hmm. i think that looks cool i mean this is the shoe but for the, i don't like the colorways though i would j- definitely change some of the like midsole colors if i had a pair yeah none of these colorways are for us these are for people wanting just to try the air trainer one i think for the first time and even it's like stylistically in clothing you're seeing a lot more straps you're seeing more utility in clothing like this utility style um and i think nike's just very smartly transferring it they've been doing this for a while too like oh let's like make a air force 270 with like extra straps on it let's do mm-hmm. this that kind of look and i think it's great for somebody who just like walks into like nike seattle or Nike, you know a nike store a flagship store yeah. and it sees those on the wall it's like oh those are fucking sick because they are but like for somebody who already has you know a biotech like, like mike does it doesn't really quite tickle his fancy the same way somebody who's yeah. never even seen that model before would probably blow their mind in a good way fair point yep. that makes sense like for the, the new viewers of the trainer one this is definitely one to kind of be an entry point and i can i can see that yeah uh, so I think one of the biggest uh, kind of looking at a couple of the other Nike releases, there's like the, the Air Max 97, just basically a, a black pair um, off noir, as they're calling it. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like a, a medium blue Air Max 95 kind of traditional white to black yeah. gradient, which is cool. But like the stuff that I would love to find on a on the, on the hash wallet at a Nike store, basically. Yep. <laughs> but the biggest miss, in my opinion that Air Max 97 is like that all black and it looks like it's that like kind of like it should be black 3M. It is lotion. Like it, it, A little yeah, ashy. it's like it's like, like dull kind of you black. You from ashy to classy real quick. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, just such a well, miss. They if did it, Air Force One like this too and yeah. apparently it was, it was a big hit with a lot of people. Not me. Get some Jergens. Let's go ahead and let's get you right. Let's get you... <laughs> Oh, I what got do you guys think about the mushroom Air Force One. <laughs> I mean, so the mushroom Air Force One are cool. I think we need to more talk about the fact that the this year's year the Tiger Air Force One looks like it's made for somebody's like Mike's kid's age. Yeah, like, I was like, that's for my kid, dude. What is that for the Tiger? It's kawaii in a bad way. Hashtag never grow up. I don't want to grow up. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag the biggest kid. Paw Patrol, man. Yeah. Yo, I know Paw like, Patrol, bro. What you need to know? No, that's nothing. not Paw Patrol. I thought that was Daniel Tiger. See, I don't know. But like these fools, I mean, this the year of the blank has such a uh, strong history. And these just, this, I don't know. I'm I'm offended by this. I don't know why I'm offended by it. But when you look at all the other Air Force Ones, Year of the Blanks, there's so many dog, snake, horse, pig. There's so many better ones out there. Bro, there's so many. And it's just like, I don't get it. Well, take that Tiger Upper from that Golf Air Max One. I know it's kind of gaudy, but make that Upper the Tiger. I mean, I I would respect that more than what they did here. 
Yeah, it's just ugh. And it's like it's uh it's canvas too. That thing's gonna you scuff that once. It's a wrap. You're done. Those are gonna sit, those are gonna hit hash walls. I mean, that's something like me and Jay talked about last time we had him on. It's like those year of the blank shoes just unless they're made to be exclusive, they sit. It's like here and in, in China because they're just poorly done. I mean, it is a women's shoe, right? So maybe that's yep. yeah. But I, I agree. It's uh, well, I feel like I feel like there's a lack of storytelling on it, right? Like if we if there was something cool about the logo that's on the heel or whatever that they need to go in in depth with, right? Yep. Who designed that logo? Is there some story behind that logo as to why it looks like that? Then maybe that makes sense. But it, I feel like it's just a lazy like, oh, we got to make a year of the blank. Yeah. Let's let's do this. Look, oh, tigers all, have stripes. You could have done all white craft Air Max One with that nice leather. Put like a little logo, you know, they do like the wood block, uh, like like the Asian style tattoos. Put a small tiger on there. Did a translucent outsole with tiger stripes on it. And Nike, I just made you a million dollars. Just I'm throwing it out there. You're welcome. That would have been way nicer. But I mean, without any sleeves, too, Nike. Not any sleeves. I, I do it without that? sleeves. I save money on sleeves. <laughs> Even this being a women's shoe, I, I don't think, and it's not always like this, it's definitely not, but I think yeah. in many cases, brands think a woman wants something cute. It's like, no, maybe, maybe like, yeah. no, not everything has to be cute, you know? I mean, like, yeah, well, it's not cute either. This is like the direction they went in. They probably product tested, whatever. But like, women can be strong, like fucking like tigers, man. It's like, tigers are strong, yeah. not like, yeah, elementary school. I don't know. It feels really up. That's like a strong animal, man. Like, you're the rat. I get it. You want to be cute with the rat because you really can't sell a rat. Like, you know, yeah. the same way you can sell a tiger. Tiger's like, sells itself. They're great. There's my yeah, dad joke. Yeah. You're welcome. There you go. There it is. <laughs> there, there it is. But I, I, don't know, I, don't think, I don't think we can cop out this women's. Oh, it's cute. It's a women's shoe. Like, nah, man. W- women are multifaceted yeah, creatures. Yep. Do better next time, next year. Yeah, next year, guys. What do, you, what do you guys think of the fossil rose dunks? I'm just tired of dunks. I like them. Nice. They're, 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 there's a simplicity to them that I admire, but they're a dunk, so I don't anticipate in getting my hands on them anytime <laughs> just soon. Just don't look at them. Yeah. <laughs> I want the entries. I will. I will add these. Oh, we'll give the entries, but we know the end result. <laughs> it's very good looking shoe. It's very soft. It's like mauve. I think it would complement your mustache nicely. Thanks. <laughs> Mauve, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I know. I know. Robbie's not going to be into this one. But how about Joe Fresh Goods New Balance Five Fifty? Is that the? I don't have a picture on my screen, but is that the just kind of the butter color one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Up till this point, I liked everything Joe Fresh Goods has done. This one, I'm like, cause I read the description. It's supposed to be like an age white T-shirt. Maybe they're not the same thing. You know, get yellow over time. Like the the thing, like you know, fresh white T-shirt kind of goes with everything, but over time it ages and so on and so forth. That's supposed to be the representation of the sneaker. I just unless that has some killer material on it, because the five fifty is actually kind of. I feel like New Balance has dropped the ball a lot of times with the materials on that particular shoe. That thing has to be just a very nice leather for it to make sense to me. Other than that, I'm like, cool, I guess. I would rather yeah, I mean, wear. It, sorry, go ahead, Nick. <laughs> nope, go for it. Yeah, I would rather wear the Celtics Reebok Pump than the Joe Fresh. I mean, nothing against Joe Fresh Goods. This against this New Balance. Nah. I mean, I think it's definitely a non-traditional colorway. That's a, that, that. I like that about it actually, but I I I don't see myself like actually wearing that that color anyway because it's just like a little too easter for me i'm just not i I like like super primary colors for the most part or just bold in your face colors so like you know it's not even this shoe specifically but like even just like the kind of the the aged or like the cream colored stuff like i'd rather just have white just give me a white shoe so gun to your head would you rather wear this shoe in this colorway or the yeezy 350 butter because i think they're very similar in color 
I'd rather the butter. Oh, I'd definitely take this one. <laughs> I have to go Yeezy. At least Without it's comfortable because the New Balance was it's just like a dunk. There's nothing in it. It's just just there. Yeah, but I I mean, just style wise, I like I like bulkier, squared off '90s vibes more than I like the Yeezy stuff. Like That's the, fair, the yeah. Yeezy stuff that I like, I, I like the. You know, I like the Wave Runner a, a lot. Like that shoe is is definitely one of my favorites. I like the the seven hundred V three that came out uh, that re released a few weeks back that has a three M on it. Like that would be one that I would love to love to have. But yeah, definitely. I, I I don't really like any of the like sock kind of upper. I, I, that's not the right description. No, for that's it, perfect. But, like it, it is still. Oh, soggy. but you it's like still- Roshi's. But you like oh, no, I don't. I'm totally kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I I only had one pair of Roshi's. Actually, I take that back. I had two pair of Roshi's. One was given to me as a joke because the person thought I would. They bought it for thirteen dollars at Goodwill. They thought I would. They would send it to me to see if I would wear it. I sold them for forty bucks on eBay. Oh, joke so so it, it worked out. Um, and then I got the the like. I don't know what the color was, but it was kind of like that, like green mint with the pink that they did an Air Max one of. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't place yeah, it. Yeah, uh, what's the color? Yeah. Not Cerulean. And, and but... honestly, like that was my first, like, okay, maybe, maybe I like this. But I got the Air Max one, and that that shoe is so much better to me that I basically traded the Roshis like within the first couple of days of having them. So I, I don't know, like I the only shoe that's why I think for me the Ultra Boost has always been a weird shoe. Because I love that shoe, and it's literally the only shoe that's like sock like that I really, really like. Because even like on the Nike side, I'm not like, I, I don't want to say I'm not a fan of the Presto, but I'm not like, I don't know, like I, I wouldn't go out of my way to buy Prestos in any way. I thought the Ultra Boost has some more structure to it. I know it was a sock sneaker, but they actually had, like, I don't know. I know what you're talking It's kind of weird to say, look at that in the Presto, and be like, well, why do you like this one besides the other? I feel like something about the Ultra Boost had a little bit more structure to it and it looked better with, I mean, let's say pants. Like, because wearing a Presto with pants is just weird. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm about to break Prestoology's heart. I've never owned a pair of Prestos for the same reason Nick said. I had a man in middle school when he first came out. That was <laughs> it. I haven't owned a pair since. I mean, my brother used to used to wear them pretty pretty regularly i i just don't like any shoe that i can see my toe in does that make sense yeah you want some like structure to hide the, you want some material? leather to like you don't want this that that my toe peeking up motion through the material yeah or just give me just a tiny bit of space so i don't see it right like <laughs> i don't know but yeah i don't know uh, there's a few other things on this list that are kind of interesting like this smiley reebok classic leather pump Put the pumps from like the dual pump runner on the side of the Reebok Classic. Two fifty. I don't know if it'll actually be functional, but uh, yeah, it's pretty weird, huh? Like, there might be two hundred dollars in that shoe. Yeah, 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 there's gonna be cash money in that shoe when I put it on. The, the design looks cool though. It's like got the it's it's all white, basically like classic leather, but then it's like tear away or brush away, you know no, whatever you call yeah, that. I can see that. But, uh, and the big smiley face on the bottom. I, I dig still that. Still better be two hundred bucks in that shoe when I put it on. <laughs> Roy, you made a perfect point yeah, there. She yeah. better touch my wiener for two hundred dollars. Stuff, damn. <laughs> I think that's up to you, bro. That's that's personal things you do with your shoes. <laughs> I guess technically any shoe can touch my wiener when I think about it. <laughs> I love five percent more because of the damn mustache, as you said it. So that's yo. Don't you no, no. Don't you do it. Don't. You. All right, everyone Jermaine, be aware Jer- when you buy Robbie's shoes. They have been dramatic places. reenactment. This is a dramatic reenactment. Why do like the uh, painting with was it the God and man? It's like the why, yeah. what's going on with you yeah. in the shoes? The Sistine Chapel, right? Like no, I was gonna say this just out of respect for the Uno shoes because I feel that comment alone is not allowed within five hundred feet of a school district. Robbie, jeez. <laughs> yeah, we we might have to cut off before we get to Giannis's Uno collab. Yeah. Nah, man, let's talk about it. Cause there's there's a there's a Uno Dunk, I believe, or a Uno Air Force One too. There's Air Force One. There's a, and an offline mule. That's the shoe Ooh. I'm most excited about in this collection, and I've yet to see that release anywhere. It was like only part of the paraphernalia for introducing the entire collection. Isn't like 120, 130? Oh no, it was more than that. It's like 150 bucks for a sandal, isn't it? 
Yeah. That's that's tough. But I need to buy a pair because my family, we are big aggressive Uno players. Uh, so I want to buy with just one pair and just use it as a trophy to pass along to like throughout my family as the winners of our random Uno tournaments we have during our family gathering. So I gotta get one. Yeah, I was gonna say, speaking of Uno trophies, I have family members that work in Mattel, so your boy was allowed to acquire not one but two decks of the Giannis Uno set that came out a couple months ago. So let me know if we can put that up for a trade. Because I know, Mike, you've got some stuff. Yeah, got some random stuff. Yeah, what did you need? You need some Legos? I got you, dog. <laughs> that's, for, that's for the Patreon episodes. <laughs> Talk Legos. Yeah, well, we got to do that. Gonna get, yeah. Hear more about Robbie's experience with Dua Lipa <laughs> on the next she's Patreon like, well, she's episode. Like, he's going to do that one <laughs> offline so you don't get in trouble. <laughs> like, look. <laughs> She told me not to say anything. <laughs> All right. So the, the, the last shoe I want to bring up, and I know that it's not really a shoe on most of your guys' radar, but the Nike PG6 Valentine's Day is finally dropping on 422. So, uh, oh my God. I actually think the colorway is dope. So are the Clippers when they get bounced from the first round. Like, They'll get dropped on 422. Sir, come on. Come on, Robbie. That was, you know come what? On. I have to applaud you, sir. <laughs> oh, Drop the same day. Come on. I just like that there's a butterfly on this shoe. So he can fly away and stop making these terrible shoes? Yes. Yeah, so okay, come on, guys. <laughs> I like them. I mean, I like them. They look no like shame. the React 85s like or you know, 55s. So. They look exactly like that shoe. Nick, I'd give you my entry, but I'm pretty sure you won't need it for this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. So what's what's of the shoes we talked about, what's the most important cop on this on this Mocha list toes, for you guys. baby all right all right that's you know what go ahead and give me the microchip ones they look goofy why not i can just add them to my oddities hall of fame in terms of the sneaker wings yeah we didn't talk about one jordan how how often does that happen in an episode uh there's nothing out there they they're holding for something i don't know what but there's nothing. Well, the Jade Horizon, I believe, already came out, or it was no, it comes out been, tomorrow. That thing's been pushed around. I mean, honestly, the Jade Horizon is my personal pick. I've been wanting that shoe for the second we saw it. It's, it's supposed I to be for that a, one a winner. It's supposed to be a forever ago type thing. I like that shoe yeah. a lot. But but the the on cloud monster. I'm not just saying this, but like I'm really excited <laughs> for that shoe. I truly am. Good shoe. Well, I, mean, I run I, three times a week now. I just don't post it because I'm embarrassed. But I run in my aunts. I'm out. Why are you I'm out there. Yeah, like, awesome. Dude, progress is progress, dude. Don't you have to run fast? Nah. What's funny is you say that, and then I see like speeds at which other people post, and I'm like, bro, they're smoking my ass, and like, yeah, and they're saying how slow they are. I was just like, all right, well, and these are people who I know are actually not runners, so I'm comparing myself accurately. Like Mike, no offense. I see your numbers. I'm like, oh shit, like. Mike would lap me. You would lap me. And it's like, <laughs> and you're not good. I'm not being mean, but like, no, you're not a I'm runner. not a fast runner at all. I hate running. I, I can run sprints, but distances, I am, I am a grandpa. I'm just like, right, keep it right here. This is well, I you're, live. You're, you're still faster than me. At least I'm comfortable. Yeah. I'm definitely Anthony Mackey in my ons, and I'm getting passed up by the dude and everything else. I was going to say, you guys do the opposite of the uh, winter soldier. We do. <laughs> I, think the, I think the. the we should we should drop a sneaker history run club t-shirts that actually the back says on your right yeah do it i wear it i wear it all the time (laughs) i'd be genius that is why he's the godfather (laughs) right there as i hold my child's teething stick (laughs) (laughs) oh man Uh, so i definitely i i'm up i I would go with either mochas or the uh or the converse both those are are pretty dope I'd say the Polaroids, but I don't want to get ridiculed and extend this episode any further. We're going to enter for you. We're ridiculing (laughs) the person who decided that was a good idea to let that be the final product. I'd just like to think of this podcast as a snapshot in time of how tacky your tastes are, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Cold-blooded. I mean... The, the the cool thing about about that is like no matter when you take that snapshot, my taste has basically been the same since about ninety five. No, no, no. It's just that sometimes it's people are on the same page, and then you know 
Sometimes no, Nick, they're not. You, so. you have good taste. I'm just being mean <laughs> for the sake of being mean. Hey, if so. it's orange, black, or white, get that man a shoe. Right. Yeah, exactly. See? What's funny about bad footwear on good people, you, you look down, you're like, oh. <laughs> But they, but, the, but 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 they, they still look up to their eyes and carry on the conversation. But it's always like, oh. And then he's can you make that a Discord channel? By the way, bad footwear and good people. Yeah, right. One footwear goes it's wrong. Is that what? Okay, so let's end on this because it is sneaker history. I've been trying to find a picture of fucking Danny DeVito wearing sneakers to post on sneaker history, like good sneakers that isn't that one episode with Arnold twins, whatever. Wait, can I it's ask why? Because that's the kind of stuff sneaker history needs. Sometimes is like Fair. we okay. need we need some we need some not basketball content, and that, I'm guilty of that. A lot of the basketball contents are on me because that's obviously shoes. But like trying to find the right kind of actor, and I'm like, man, I want to find a picture of this dude and sneakers so bad, like sneakers you'd want to post on a sneaker account, like sneaker history, and some actors they're good men just in bad footwear. Their entire life. Dude, that's oh, that's our next Thursday segment. You, good sneakers, uh, good people in bad footwear. Just start finding the worst shoes these people are wearing, and that's our segment. <laughs> there you go. I found you a picture, Robbie. I think it's very much in your style aesthetic as well. That was quick. I'm posting it in the chat. Rowan is definitely like uh, IT genius over here. He's like, like, I got this. Don't worry. No, no, no. <laughs> All in the interwebs. Alrighty. Well. All right. Before Robbie looks at that and makes his comments, you have to follow us on Instagram to find out the answer. So, at Sneaker History on all the platforms. Guys, let them know how they can find you. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789. Find me on uh, YouTube at Mike Guillory. And, of course, you can always find me here on Sneaker History. Tell us. You can also find me on Instagram at RowanM13. You can find me on Twitter at Roheasy. And if you're not listening to us on Sneaker History, listen to us on Exhaust Notes, another podcast where half of us try to talk about Formula One cars, and one of us actually succeeds, and that one is Nick Engel. I'm still waiting to show up, by the way, so I can show how novice I am. You're not a novice. Bro. <laughs> Robbie, how about yourself? Where can they find you on the interwebs you, and the lands between? You can find me at Sneaker History. Cause I don't, I don't, I haven't gotten a new follower on my personal account in like a month and I just keep losing people. So I don't give a fuck anymore. Follow at sneaker history. That's the important place to be. He's too spicy for Instagram. Yeah, man. It's like, all right, whatever. Um, so yeah, follow at sneaker history. That's where you need to be. All right. You can find me at Nick Engvall on all the platforms. Uh, more importantly, hit subscribe, hit follow, rate us on Spotify, Amazon, audible, leave us a review on iTunes, Apple, Apple podcasts, iTunes. I'm so old, man. Apple Podcast. Join the Discord. Join the Patreon. Do all those things. That's about it. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. See ya. Bye. So, shoes touching leaders. Hey, everyone. This is Nick again. Before you take off, do us a solid and head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Give us a rating on Spotify or Amazon Music. And make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel because we have even more content coming for you in 2022. Speaking of new content... We have an amazing community of sneaker enthusiasts that hang out in the Sneaker History Discord on a daily basis. While sneakers is a connection point that brought us all together, we've all discovered countless shared passions we have in common with other people within the community. We recently launched the first of a handful of new podcasts that will be coming directly from our Sneaker History community. We'll get into the details for those in a future episode, but I'm excited to share that the Exhaust Notes podcast is now live. Now, this is a show about the world of cars, racing, and other automotive-related topics. If you're a fan of Formula One, Formula Drift, Cars and Coffee or you're just a weirdo like me that enjoys the smell of gasoline, I think you'll enjoy this one. If you do, add Exhaust Notes to your subscribe list so you'll be updated when we drop future episodes. As always, thank you for supporting Sneaker History, and don't forget to tell someone you like their kicks today. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.